welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Obi-Wan Kenobi, Art 5. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. How are we doing today, Ed? Battling sickness, but we are pushing through. Hopefully you get a little bit better every day. I've been, so it's only a matter of time now. There we go. And Noma. Hello there. How you doing? Uh, hoping I didn't contract any sicknesses, but Fingers considering crossed. where I was over the weekend, but yeah, pretty good. Yeah, conventions, anime conventions are back up, so yeah, cool stuff. For the most part. All right, Ed, would you like to let listeners know how they can, or what they can expect in this episode? How they can, what they can expect. Yes, exactly. How they can, what they can, who they can, well, all of the answers to those... Obi-Wan, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> this is part five that we are talking about today... Because what we do on Temple Archives, we discuss Star Wars canon. That is anything from summarizing the story, telling you how it relates to Legends material, canon material, whatever in the episode does relate to those. We have a bit of a discussion on it, which we give our opinions on the episode or book or comic and how we feel about it. And then we let you know where it fits in the timeline. Obviously, with the rest of the series that we've been doing with Obi-Wan, this is happening 10 years after the rise of the Empire. Um, So... You know, Empire is really getting to the heights of his power. It's really starting to put the clamps on everybody. And we find Obi-Wan in the middle of some situations. Now, there's a lot that we're going to get into. But before we do, like I said, these are our opinions. If you want to share yours, too, there's a bunch of ways to get in contact with us. No one's going to give you the whole rundown on that. Yeah, we'd love to hear from our listeners. And there's a whole bunch of different ways you can contact us. If you are going to contact us about the show we're talking about then the easiest way would be to have the title or the hashtag as obi-wan or kenobi i think we'd be able to figure out if it was either one uh but like ed said there's a whole bunch of different ways to contact us one of the easiest is our website which is voiceoftheforce.com we've also had an email which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com social media wise we're on twitter and instagram the handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod as always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing a listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. As always, reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility. And if you subscribe for free, you will get the latest episodes as soon as it releases. Thank you, Ed and Noma. Let's jump into the poster that we chose for part five. Yes, and it seems like we're continuing on a theme, an Avengers theme, weirdly, but I'll take it. <laughs> um, yeah, in this episode, we, or we've got Reva on the poster, and it's the same kind of deal as the last two posters. It looks like we're disappearing into the, the deserts of Tatooine, as it were. And very similar imagery in this one. It's almost like we're going to learn something, where the left side of the poster has Reva's face, and then the right side where I should be, we've got the sun... The first son of Tatooine, second son of the background, and the silhouette of Vader. And uh, yeah, I mean, this one's, again, really nice. I really enjoy the contrast, especially between the orange and the kind of beigey browns. Um, this one is is kind of interesting to me because like with Kenobi, you know, I was saying everything kind of blends together in that one. The difference, though, in this poster is that Reva wasn't hit with a saturation bar or filter, I guess, basically. So the contrast between her eye and her skin, I think, really makes draws her out and makes her pop from the background of the poster, which gives it a nice contrast. For sure. Because interestingly for me, the suns are less prominent than her faces. Mm -hmm. Like that pops out to me first because of the highlights on the forehead and Mm -hmm. cheek over the suns. 
Uh, but yeah, those are my artistic thoughts on the poster. How about you guys? Anything else to add? Yeah, did Dan, you? No, I think <laughs> you hit it in one. Yeah? Yeah? I, oh, the only you. thing I would say is uh, good foreshadowing for this episode on this poster. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, the good thing is, it's like, you don't see these before the episode. And yeah. what I don't do with Disney Plus anymore... <clears throat> sorry. I hate looking at those little fucking subtitle they have right as the episode note or whatever they have. Yeah, 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 yeah. like the one they, sentence thing. We need to start getting rid of that. They do it on Netflix. They do it on Amazon Prime. I don't want to know anything that Disney happens Plus. in the episode. Exactly. Don't tell me what the episode is going to be about. That's why <laughs> or a preview to image, or even a preview image, or like at the very top where they have Obi Wan Kenobi, they have like Obi Wan facing against Vader, and you're like, mm. I don't even want that. I just want Obi Wan Kenobi put his face, call it a day. Yeah. That's it, it. it reminds me of I, I don't know if you ever if you guys ever saw the old Dragon Ball Z memes that came out of it, but it's the same fucking problem as when in old like nineties two thousand stuff they would announce the title of the episode, mm -hmm. but sometimes the title of the episode was a huge spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Because the one I always think of, because even as a kid it pissed me off, is. Planet Namek Saga. Oh, fighting Frieza. Yeah, it's the, the legendary end. Super Saiyan. So that one, that's a bad one, right? Where, yeah, they basically are like, "What will happen? Is there any way Goku can win? Find out next time on the legendary Saiyan arrives." And it's like, whoa, whoa. but the the one that that I think is worse than that is it, it at the end of the arc. There's one where it's like, as the battle reaches its dramatic conclusion, Goku and Frieza fight, uh, cla or what's it called like face off one last time. Will Frieza finally be defeated? Will Goku make it out alive? Find out next episode on Frieza defeated. And it's like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, the toy animation, like in like uh title cards. Oh my god! Even in One Piece, yeah. they're bad. Yeah, yeah, and they they haven't learned the lesson because it's the same stupid shit. And it's like the traitor revealed. Yeah, it's just like yeah, it's, it's, there's there's yeah, it's there's just a dumb. lot going on there. Yeah, like it makes sense, I guess, for anime more because in Japan they assume you've read the manga yeah. already. That's why you'll see One Piece openings with huge spoilers in them, but nobody knows because they only watch the anime right but yeah it's just it's just a problem and it's not good marketing no not so at hopefully they'll learn eventually right but yeah on that i'm oh, sorry <laughs> no worries no no no. i got the drop this time on that subject for the subject for this episode <laughs> this episode was directed by deborah chow and the story was done by joby harold and andrew stanton if i mispronounce anybody's names i apologize but with the poster discussed, let's head into our synopsis. Has let's Deborah head Chow... into... Don't you dare. Has <laughs> Deborah Chow directed every, every episode single so far? Episode, yeah. 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 See, that's interesting because that is a big switch up from what we've seen in the last few yeah. Disney mm -hmm. series where at least they've had a guest or somebody else direct one or two episodes in the season. We've seen it in The Mandalorian. We've seen it in Book of Boba Fett. This is the first series where it's been one throughout. Yeah, so, and I've got I've got some thoughts on that, but we'll you know we'll hit those next episode when we do our big overall discussion. For sure. But I I think it was a good thing. I, I think that you have the, a consistency in terms of like what they've seen and what you want them to see still. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So before we hit the synopsis, as always, here's your spoiler warning. If you haven't watched Kenobi yet, what are you doing? Why are you listening to this? Um, go watch Kenobi. It's good. You definitely shouldn't get all of your spoilers from this episode from our podcast. You should go and enjoy them yourself. So if you haven't seen Kenobi, pause here, 
go watch it, then come back, because we're going to be spoiling everything. And with that last warning, let's get synopsing. Is that a word? I don't care. Okay, as we start off this episode, I've got to just ask Kenobi to stop doing something, because it's starting to get annoying. I need, and I'm saying this facetiously... I need them to stop having amazing openings because I just keep getting caught by these like right hooks that just stun me for like the rest of the episode. And this one so far is just hands down the best one that I've seen so far because we open on Coruscant and as we pan back, it shows Anakin. And I, I don't know about you guys. I just immediately lost my shit. I loved it. Like, I hurt myself legitimately <laughs> because I slammed, I, I went, oh my God, and my knees came up and they ricocheted off the top of my desk. Nice. Oh God. And it hurt a lot. So I had to rewatch the scene again. It was just, he justified the actual, he's going to be back in the series. I was like, to, what, to yeah. wear the armor? No, no, for this. For me? Yeah. For this. I was like, they did the thing. They did yeah. the thing. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I went, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went, are you kidding? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> No, it was it was amazing. So yeah, we I, get yeah, oh, stunning oh, silence was here. I just put uh, my mouth dropped, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> "All my dreams are coming true." <laughs> but yeah, so we get Anakin, and then Obi Wan kind of enters the room behind him. We get a little bit of banter about how they're here for a sparring duel, and then right as the sparring commences, it cuts to Vader, and we get a little scene with uh, him and Reva as Reva's you know track Obi Wan back to Jabim, and. Uh, Vader basically says, like, oh, good job, Neo in front of me. You're now the Grand Inquisitor. Go find him again. And uh, from there, we cut to Obi-Wan going back down to Jabim. And man, Ed, we were talking about this last episode. We get some primo shots of Jabim. It looks so shit. It does. <laughs> and I say that in the best way possible. It is the mud ball I was hoping it would actually be. Because we only saw that little it... bit last episode, but this episode... And... And from that, we can kind of put together that they probably have some sort of like lower level garden. It was like inside of the crust, yeah, of the planet. Yeah, because last episode he was already in that area with all the greenery, right? Yeah. But is, when you're looking at the outside, there's nothing. Just I, all I saw was like a uh, screwed up turbo laser and then just garbage and mud. And it's like, yeah, sick. Jabim is Jabim. Everything I would have hoped for. Anyways, they come out. Uh, we get the the whole talk, uh, basically understanding the situation, right? The Empire's on its way. They're probably tracking us. Uh, we need to get out of here now. And so Obi-Wan's talking with Rorkin, because uh, we get his name a couple of times now, so I know it. And, you know, the leader of the path and basically figuring out some sort of plan. And as Obi-Wan's trying to think of a plan, we get more flashbacks to him uh, in the duel with Anakin. Just kind of, or sorry, this sparring session from this episode, just kind of... It's telling a story. We'll talk about it later on, but it's really interesting because the story is basically showing how each other think, Obi-Wan and Anakin, how each of them understand each other, and a couple of other very important things that, again, we'll get to later because uh, there's one thing that I want to start with that's super, super important, I think. Um, so they start to have the confrontation because Reva lands with a contingent of stormtroopers and a couple purge troopers. And starts blasting at it with a, a heavy blaster cannon. So Obi-Wan tries to stall for time. They have a little bit of a talk. And uh, Obi-Wan and Reva are kind of like whispering to each other through a door. I don't know how that happens, but whatever. I'll, I'll let it go for plot reasons. Um, and Obi-Wan comes to the conclusion that 
something we thought from the first episode, right? That Reva is one of the younglings from Order 66, or Nightfall, I guess, specifically. And it's confirmed. We get to see Anakin just straight up killing kids. That was a super dark, but I appreciate that they're like, no, 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 he was a monster. He's a goddamn maniac at this point. Um, and so Obi-Wan also realizes Reva's not trying to help Vader. She's trying to kill Vader. She's trying to hunt him. And I'm like, yeah, that, that, you know what? That makes sense. I like that. We're now making her different than Trilla, like very much so at this point, right? So I, I'm definitely all for that. Um, Obi, there's one little por- part though. We'll talk about it later, but it did kind of bug me because Reva basically says like, "Where were you? Why weren't you? He- why didn't you help us? Why didn't you stop Anakin?" And it's like, well, Obi Wan could just say, "I was on Utapau. I didn't know." Right? That's all he really needs to say. I was on Utapau. I was hunting General Grievous. I. I thought Anakin was okay. I hadn't realized what was happening with him. But he doesn't, he's just like silence and the Reva takes that as, uh, well, you you can go fuck yourself. Um, so she cuts through the door. Obi-Wan manages to push her back. There's a big kind of fallback scene where they're all trying to get inside the hangar bay. Oh, I'd forgotten to mention, Lola's turned evil at this point. We'll talk about that because that's, that's the one thing that really bugged me this episode. Um, so... Lola flies out and shuts down the, the hangar bay doors, so they're trying to get them back online. Uh, Haja's also there, uh, and basically he's he helps in quotes because he just stands there as Leia basically goes in to try and, and fix the mechanics. Um, so anyways, everybody's falling back. Uh, unfortunately, as everyone's falling back, Obi-Wan, like, books it. I don't know why he ran past all of the survival, all of the other uh, paths you know, refugees to just get to the door, but he does. He just fucking books it past all of them. And in doing so, uh, Tala and the worker droid both go down. Um, but Tala gets a, a good uh, death because she basically realizes she's about to die, pulls out a thermal detonator. Obi-Wan's conveniently too far away to help. And uh, as he tries to rush to help Tala, she shoots the door, uh, closes the door on him, and then just goes out with the thermal detonator. And we get a good scene of, you know, obviously understanding how threatening the thermal detonator is, because Reva sees and immediately just yells, like, get back. Like, get back, get out. It, it's not, and then it just goes up. Um, so, from there, a little bit more of a somber scene where Obi-Wan talks with Leia. You know, she asks, where, where's Tala? Uh, sorry. Uh, so they all have to get into the ship. And Obi-Wan says, like, I'm going to go and get myself up. And it, it's a good talk, a good back and forth. Um, oh, I also forgot uh, the scene that ends up telling us what's going to happen in, in episode six, but I'll finish this part first. Um, so Obi-Wan has a talk with Rorkin, and, and Rorkin's basically like, you can't go out there. They're going to kill all of us. It's not just you they want. And Obi-Wan's like, no, 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 Vader only cares about me right now. Um, and Rorkin tries to get him to stay by saying, like, look, if you die now, Tala died for nothing. But Obi-Wan's like, no, 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 I, I know what I'm doing. Gives Haja his blaster, lightsaber, and communicator, and then uh, Rorkin's like, how are you going to fight him without any weapons? And he goes, well, there's more than one way to fight. And then we come back to the uh, sparring session where it kind of is mirroring what's happening right now. Anakin basically gets Obi-Wan. I mean, we see again, right? This is a pre-episode two Anakin because he got both his hands. Uh, and he is out dueling Obi-Wan already, right? He kind of wipes the floor with him. Um, so we're seeing that perspective of it. So the thing I forgot to mention was before they start the defense, uh, Obi-Wan gets a message from Bale that basically is saying, like, I, I know we said no communication, but it's been a long time. I'm starting to get worried. 
if he knows about the children, I'm going to go to Tatooine. Owen knows how to take care of them. I don't know about you guys. As soon as I saw the communication, I was like, well, someone's going to figure it out this episode because you don't just say something like that in Star Wars and just have it be like, Boop, it doesn't matter. So uh, basically back to present now that I've filled that part in. Obi-Wan goes, surrenders. The stormtroopers are like, let's not kill him. Let's just take him with. Well, I mean, obviously Vader would fucking annihilate them if they tried to kill him. Um he has another little talk with Reva where he basically just says the same thing, which is kind of weird. Where he, but he does also say, because Reva's like, oh, I'm I'm going to bring him here to you and it's going to be awful. And Obi-Wan's like, no, you're not, because I'm bringing him here for you. Can we work together? <laughs> and and then his, his reasoning for it is because I want to. And that reasoning is not enough to sway Reva for some reason. So she declines, basically non-verbally declines. Um and then gets the stormtroopers to lead him back in to the hallway, which was kind of confusing. Um, yeah, I mean, this episode's amazing overall, but there are a couple interesting points. Uh, so anyways, Vader lands, and we see him walk faster than I've ever seen him walk <laughs> in his life, which is great because obviously he is like, he wants this so badly. Walks up to Reva, and he's just like, where is he? Reva's like inside, and you can kind of, and Vader's like, all right, I'm going to go, oh, something's happened, as we see Obi-Wan has escaped, running back towards the shuttle. Um, so Vader, like, hoofs it, opens all the doors with the Force, gets there as the shuttle's taking off, and we get a beautiful Force Unleashed moment where he's like, no, I have come too far, and I am too angry to let this happen. So yeah, he just reaches up and he force unleashed, just grabs that ship and just pulls it back down. And something that I liked is a little, maybe this is me reading too much into it, but I liked as a little detail if they did this on purpose. He doesn't just pull it down like an angry Sith would do. He, Anakin Vader's it. He turns off the engines before he lands the ship. Like he is pulling it and going into the inner workings and turning that ship off. I before it slams into the ground. I thought it was like he was pulling it down. It was trying so hard that the engine just mm. stalled and it just turned off and it hit the ground. It, it could have been. The yeah. reason that I thought it was that uh, was because when Ahsoka is trying to stop Maul, yeah. the engines never stop, right? That's what lets him get away. But with Vader, it's like as he's pulling it down, the ship just more and more starts losing everything. Yeah. And true, he could have just been like, you know, inside, like with the force ripping all the pieces apart. But to me, it was just like, it's that Starfighter knowledge. That's what I thought, right? Yeah, I could yeah. be wrong. And honestly, like, whatever him, whatever yeah. your headcanon is on that, like, I, my my headcanon on it is like, yeah, he just had so much exertion on those engines mm. that he, those engines were not rated for that much, like, gravitational force pulling yeah, yeah. it down to the ground that the engines just couldn't go anymore. And it ju they just turned off because they couldn't handle it and they stalled. Yeah, and he just, just them yeah and that makes sense honestly yeah. it could be um but then he he continues to force unleashed as oh he just God. rips the entire side hull of the ship apart and uh, lots of his, of his hands like rip yeah rip one, and, yeah, one two, and then a scream as he like pulls the because i you actually hear him like james earl jones like like yell of anger as he yeah. rips that last part off um and there's nobody in there because the other shuttle behind it takes off as he's now drained of force power uh, well, to a degree, and he's just standing there like, no, no, and then it cuts back to the duel, and it turns out Obi-Wan won that, that sparring duel, because he manages to, Anakin disarms him, but Obi-Wan manages to outmaneuver him, and then pull the lightsaber out of Anakin's hand, and he says uh, a message that we'll talk about later on, because it's the first point I want to get to, because it's it fixes something we had been complaining about earlier, um, but anyways, at this point, Reva has decided, now that Vader's at his angriest, 
granted, I guess someone who doesn't know Vader would assume he's distracted by his failure, not realizing that anger has built up to a point where he's hit that same intercom that a Jedi There's would a hit. Focus, yeah, yeah, absolute rage focus, uh, which is also something I want to talk about later on. But Reva goes, Reva goes for her attack. It fails utterly, and Vader just turns around, just holding the blade back with his hand. And we get the line, he was wise to use you against me as they start to fight. And Reva, I'm, you're a cool character, Reva. I like you a lot. She gets fucking schooled by Vader. With no lightsaber in hand. It yeah. was not a fight. It was it, it was a discipline. Yeah, exactly. It was just a punch down, like, let me teach you a lesson. Let me show you the, the difference in powers that we have. Yeah. He, so... Vader never actually draws his lightsaber in this entire duel. He never actually tries to hit Reva. He just sidesteps the entire time. And and and, oh. hmm? the, and yeah, and so oh, Reva starts yeah. freaking out more and more until eventually she does the the Inquisitor uh the vaunted at this because at this point it really is just the Inquisitor uh like off-footed tactic where it's like, oh god, I might be losing, where you just start spinning the lightsaber and backing up, and Vader stops the rotations with his and hand. Breaks it. Yeah, well, afterwards. Uh, but yeah, so oh. he stops the rotation of the lightsaber, then grabs it from her, and then disconnects it into two pieces. Yeah. And then throws one down to Reva to be like, pick it up. Pick it up. Let's keep fighting. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> just like, we're not done yet. Come on, yeah. get up. Come yeah. on. I gotta teach you a lesson in saber dueling. It's like, exactly. I'm angry and you are my vent. Pick it up. Yeah. And so Vader, like, again, just schools Reva. There's an entire part of the fight where she tries to get behind him and on the ground so that he can't, like, she's in his blind spot. He just, he doesn't even turn for the first part of it. He's just still swinging behind him, just blocking, and then he turns. Yeah. Uh, so the fight ends, basically, with Reva coming back around. Vader lightsaber throws at her, and she manages to deflect it. And then she goes to swing. Vader stops it, grabs the lightsaber back, kicks her away, and then force pulls the other half of the Almost lightsaber. Almost like Obi-Wan. Yeah, instance, yeah, it's yeah. it's very reminiscent to it's like he's remembering that, right? Which is very cool. Um, we also get something that um we'll talk about a little bit later because it was something in Rebels I'd been curious about, and I was just too lazy to look up. But because of the designs in this show, I now understand it. But yeah, basically Vader's got both of Yo, that image. Rebels lightsabers. Oh my god, it's Vader so with good. Two red sabers. For, yeah, with the two red sabers, oh. and he just he he kills quotes because she's not dead, but he kills quotes her. The same way that he did when she was a kid, and we had a great scene. The act, the actress who played Reva, did a great job of like, yeah, of just showing that, like, oh I would yeah, say, the change in yeah. facial, like, yeah, because oh. she looks exactly like the kid does, and it's perfect. You she does see. this perfect like childhood fear moment coming yeah. back. Yeah, I remember right seeing before that. Before he like, stabs because you you see her like before, and she's like angry, yeah, and yeah. she's got that like serious adult look, and yeah, then as Vader's what, coming towards her, she, her face just like. Yeah, when she done. realizes it's over, yeah. it just changes to like, oh god, it's happening again. And it does. He oh. stabs her the exact same way he did when she was a kid. And then as she's on the ground, uh, she he basically admits like well, because it's something that, that he that she talked about with Obi-Wan. Um she, Vader doesn't know I'm a youngling. And then at this point, Vader says, Did you think you were deceiving me, youngling? Like he's known the whole time. Um, but now that her use has run out, he's got no no reason to keep her around. And then the Grand Inquisitor just comes back because, of course, he did. If you've seen Rebels, you know he ha he can't die in this series. Uh, just to rub it in her face again, he does such a Sith thing. And I, 
as much as I hate it, it's such a classic Sith line that I can't even be angry. Because they say, like, he even says rage rage is a he- uh, rage and willpower are a hell of a way to survive mortal wounds, right? He says to the woman who's mortally yeah. wounded. And wants revenge. And and then insults her because he says, we're going to leave you here like we found you in the gutter like you deserve. It's like, oh my god, you are literally fueling her survival right now. But yeah. if... Yep. He is not the first. He's not even a Sith. He's not the first Sith to have done that, and he's not going to be the last person. Absolutely not. Just such a Sith staple. Just take all that anger and pettiness and be like, rub it in their face, and oh god, it let him live. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. Um. So, anyways, we there. There's another part that I'm about to get to because I'm at least happy that Obi Wan isn't the one who fucks up stuff for the finale. But Haja drops Obi-Wan's comic as he's running out and doesn't go back for it. He has time um, to go back for it, mind Yeah, he, yeah, did, he had like right? a second but... to do it. He's like, he sees yeah. it and he's like, fuck it, I'm going. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Which to me uh, makes yeah, sense because he's like, it's a comlink. Like, why do yeah, I need yeah. to risk my life for a comlink? It, it, the, the, the series of events that are put into motion are a little bit annoying, but I can understand them. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah, exactly. It's just a comlink. Who cares? Um, so as they leave... Uh, we get Reva being like, I'm totally dead. No, I'm not. I'm going to use that anger. And, oh, is that a comlink? Um, so she kind of crawls up to it and activates it. And, of course, of course, it's been broken just enough for Bale to just barely get out the information she needs to go to Tatooine next episode. Tatooine. Boy. Yeah. 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 Owen. Ba- yeah. Ch- well, children, um, Tatooine, Owen, son. Or boy, sorry. Yeah, because she knows who boy. Owen is because she... Yeah, yeah, because yeah, in person, yeah. yeah he, and he said his name in episode one. So I was like, "Cool, we're doing the 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 Legends Darth Maul story again with with Maul and Vader, or sorry, with Maul and Obi Wan, but we're changing it to be Reva this time." So I hope Obi Wan still comes out of the sand like a weird fucking ninja man, but we'll see. Um, yeah, she gets that whole message, and it cuts back to Obi Wan, and he's like, "Oh no, something terrible's happening." And uh, Rorkin's like, "Like what?" <laughs> Rorkin also delivers some awful news because he sits down next to Obi Wan, is just like, "By the way, our hyperdrive's down. We're not running that fast, and they're right behind us." And then he looks at Obi Wan, like, "Are you okay?" And one's like, "Yeah, I'm sure it's nothing." It's like clearly it's not nothing. Yeah. And then the shot cuts, and we come to Tatooine with a very slow pan on the Lars homestead. Then I cut in the, another pan. Then I cut to Luke as he's sleeping in bed in a very slow pan. I wonder what's going to happen next episode. <laughs> You'll be fucking crazy. Hmm? If somehow Obi-Wan and I don't think it, it's going to happen, but Obi-Wan and Vader facing off on Tatooine of some somewhere. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but so, fuck if Vader gets that close or Reva, like someone gets Reva real get close. close. Yeah. Maul gets close. Yeah. Reva will get that close, Maul will get that close, but Vader's not. And um, this is what I wanted to tie into with one of the points to talk about. So one thing that I was so fucking impressed with this episode, because I, when we talked about it earlier, I didn't think they were ever going to be able to, to justify it, right? Mm. But the line that we talked about in episode four, when Vader meets Obi-Wan, right? When I left, when we last met, I was but an apprentice. Now I am the master. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, after episode three, that, that's done, right? No. Because we get that line when Obi-Wan takes the lightsaber in the flashback. Yep. He says, until you can learn to master your need to impress like impress and be correct and win. Because you're letting that blind you. Until you learn to to defeat that, you'll always be an apprentice. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. 
then it cuts back to Vader, and you're like, oh shit, he f- they fixed the line. like they're not even fixed. They're just keeping the canon the same because mm-hmm. Vader's seeing that scene and being like, shit, I'm still an I'm still a Padawan. It's funny how like one God. single yeah. scene in line can just change everything. Like what we thought it, was kind of like okay, to like yeah. this makes a lot of sense now. Well, it, it's a credit to um you know all all three of them: Deborah Chow, Joby Harrow. Jo- yeah, Joby, yeah, Joby Harold and Andrew Stanton. Like it's a credit to them because they all understand that you can't. You know, it's something we talked about. There's certain lines you can't cross here, right? Vader can't learn about Leia. Obi Wan and Vader can't, well, quotes can't meet. But they've managed to, you know, the this team understands how important those lines are and are taking the steps to fix them, mm-hmm. even though some people might mi- miss it or like me at least, some people might not think that they had thought that far ahead. Yep. And so for them to then turn that around, I was floored when he said that line in a cutback because I was like, fuck, they, fi- they they like I said, they fixed it in my mind. Mm. Like, it's perfect now. Yep. And But because of that, he can't show up again because that's the lesson he has to go away with now, right? Yeah. The last time I saw Obi-Wan, he still outsmarted me, even though he's broken and weak and I, I fucked him up the last time we met. Yeah. Mm. He's still my master. Perfect. Perfect way to handle that. Um, yeah, so Reva, I mean, the other thing is now Reva's only going to go over there to, to, to spite Anakin, right? Like She's going to go there to try and kill the kids to like rub it in Vader's face, even though he doesn't know. But maybe Reva doesn't know that he doesn't know. Well, see, she, does also, she I doesn't know see... the importance of, of Luke. No, and I can see her trying to get there. Mm-hmm. But like between everything that's happening with their ship now and her and her state trying to get there, she's going to end up getting like to the ridge. And Obi Wan's gonna stop her and be like, "Where are you going?" Because he's gonna be back on Tatooine yeah. by then. Maybe. Like, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we don't have hyperdrive on the ship that he's on right now, so they're just cruising through space. And there's, I'm assuming, a star destroyer behind them. Unless she, unless she flies, no, she can't because like those land, they can't get off. They don't. They have only one, yeah, they only brought one lander, so yeah, she'll have to find some way to get off that planet, then make it to Tatooine. And yeah. the amount of time that he, whatever I mean, happens the, with that ship, gets away. It's going to be epilogue speeders. stuff at the end of the next episode. Those, Those land speeders? Yeah, yeah. I can get you off land planet. Speeders. Yeah. Speeder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. no hyperdrive. Yeah, I can get you uh, off planet, but I can't yeah. get you much farther no, than that. No, I can't even get you off planet. You can't, get you can't break out. Only atmosphere? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's oh, an air okay. speeder. It's not, a, it's not a starship, right? Yeah. Um, if it if, if she takes the T forty seven into space, I'm yeah, gonna I'll don't flip shit because but at no, this I, point it's just like you guys come on now. Yeah, yeah, but I trust them with that line. Granted, you know the Fortress Inquisitoria stuff is still a little bit weird. No air defense, but I trust them yeah, now. In the middle of the room, it's fine. This is great. Yeah. Fortress Inquisitorius doesn't have any shields. I guess it doesn't have sensors either. Um, <laughs> speaking of the the annoying stuff, because I do want to get that out of the way so we can really hone in on the good stuff we should tell you something coming from me um okay minor annoyance the cargo droid yeah when he's fighting i was like yeah hammer time let's get some hammer action in and then he uses his fist and i was like what the fuck is the hammer i don't think he brought it yeah <laughs> there was one thing i wanted to see from you and that was for you to kill some stormtroopers with a goddamn Almost like hammer. the uh, mandalorian on the ship. Smith, like smith <laughs> The Mandalorian Smith, yeah, yeah, ready, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the armor, but like now it's just bulky, it's roided up K2S. The one thing I want to say about that scene with Tala's death and the droid's death, too, mm-hmm. which I got the second time I watched through it, was when the droid goes down, he's like spinning, oh, yeah, he turns and sits yeah. right in front of her so he can see her and she can see him, and then he just starts to shut down and become this like wall 
so that he, he can't he, get yeah. shot. And the I'm like, one of the shield, yeah. God fucking damn, man. It's, that got me. It's mere, it's that droid loyalty, because the same thing K2SO does, right? Yeah. Like, his last act is to blow up the control panel. Yeah, so exactly. Oh, yeah, man, I mean, so it's good. just, it's again, something me and Ed have talked about a lot. And I know, I know you've added to the conversation too, but it's like when you treat droids as people. Yes, yeah. They good things die for you. Hold on man. a second, guys. Yeah. Hold on a second. Hey, Siri, thank you. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> legit. Said I've said it before. I've said it before. Anytime I use the fucking voice assistant or yeah. anything like that, I ask to set a timer or do whatever, look up something. I always thank it and do anything because when Please, Skynet comes you. up, bro, they're going to remember. I'm polite as fuck. Yeah, when Siri's like, an android, we kill you or just leave you alone. Okay, so here's my thing because I am not that way with Google Home or uh, okay. You Google. cuss it out, don't you? Oh yeah, a lot. But here's the thing: <laughs> I play regularly with a, uh, a 20 billion parameter AI, so I understand pretty well how far the uh, the AI's advancements have gotten. We don't have to worry about it for a while yet. There was a story. There well, was a they story. just get super racist. That's all. It does get real weird. Let's just like that's a whole other thing. But um, well, because there was a story recently about the Google AI analyst who thought that the machine had become self-aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that uses two billion, and the thing I'm playing around with uses twenty billion, and mine still can't tell if two people are talking who's saying what. So <laughs> we don't have to. Yeah. To <laughs> so be he's completely fair. To be completely yeah. fair. Google's parameters are probably more specific. and doesn't matter. You don't no, think please, so? So, so uh, quick we crash. Have, yeah, we, we interrupt the Star Wars podcast for a quick crash course on AI parameters that I've been learning to try and get my stories better. So the, the billion is the parameters that it uses, right? 20 billion versus 2 billion. So the parameters that it needs are how it builds its matrix web to understand the context of what's happening. Yeah, at the yeah, yeah. There are certain milestones that people have noticed where it starts to understand things. So for example, even at 20 billion parameters, the AI has no idea what clothes are. It, it just has no object permanence with clothes. It'll describe clothes and then the next sentence give them a completely different outfit because it just doesn't latch in its mind. It can't remember if people have them on or off. And if you take one piece of clothing off, the AI assumes you're still fully clothed or completely naked. There's no in between. That's 20 billion. And this thing's plugged into a, a database of... I think like 50 years worth of literature. Like it's not nothing. It's yeah. The one I use is it's, it's quite powerful, but these are the limitations when it was at 6 billion parameters, it couldn't understand the difference between thought and speech. And it couldn't understand that if I was having a conversation with two different viewpoints, it couldn't understand that. So it would just start the conversations would all start to merge into the same viewpoint. And it would just change depending on what it thought. Huh. Now crazy. it does. At 20 billion, it understands two different perspectives. But it's this slow advancement. So at 2 billion? At 2 billion, it couldn't even understand that the same person was talking. Like it would be like, Elena said, ba 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 ba. Charles said, but it would be like saying the same lines that the other person had said. Um, like it literally couldn't even remember that at that point. So, yeah. We like I, my main point being we don't have to worry about the AI taking over yet, but back to our regularly scheduled Star Wars yeah. podcast. Yeah, like I said, big old tangent. Anyways, getting back to the negatives. Yeah, no pneumatic hammer with the uh, the bot. I mean, it was nice. You know, its last act is to protect Tala. It obviously cares, and we're harkening back to Tala saying it can't speak, but it does appreciate. It's the thought that counts. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, obviously because they have this bond. Um, second annoyance kind of a small one i mean like we said the comm link but again i get it you know gotta move the story forward it's, it's just not a little very bit selfish contrived. too right 
Yeah, exactly. So that's it's, the thing. It's his character. Bale, it, it's, and it's not Obi-Wan. I think that's the big reason I don't mind it too much. It's not Obi-Wan causing this like it kind of has been every other episode. This is Bale and Haja both fucking up unknowing to the other. Um, I do have a, a, a big gripe that we haven't gone over yet because I skipped over all the Leia stuff because I'm sorry, it's not super important this episode. Um, she peels a restraining bolt off Lola with her fingers. Yeah, it was tiny, but yes. And I was like, no, no, even no. still. Yeah, exactly. Then the Those droid are... could do it itself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a restraining bolt, not a restraining idea. Like, I saw that and I was like, sick. I I guess Hydro Spanners don't matter anymore. You couldn't have just had her take one of those up and then she fucking like wrangles that. Like, or like shock it with like one of the cords or something. Something, right? Because even in anything else, even Cal has to do that when yeah, he yeah, has the restraining bolt. He pulls out the fucking thing and he's let's get that off of you. I forgot yeah, the restraining bolt. He can't even on use it. the force to pull it off. Like he has to go in there, right? But then Leia just peels it off with a finger. And I'm like, how hard would it have been? Right, Rorkin just says, "Look, take this with you." Gives her a hydra span, yeah. and then she uh, gets the hydra span and gets her shame pulled off. Like it's a small just, thing, you know. Yeah. Especially if she's like, oh, "I won't need this." What are you giving this to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just exactly. in case. Paying it forward, right? It, it was just, it was far, far too convenient, and I was like, "Cool, restraining bolts, restraining ideas, whatever." It's just, I guess Lola's good now. But then again, this isn't the first time we've seen someone pop a restraining bolt on a droid to change its alignment. Yeah. So, <laughs> honestly, honestly, evil now. Overall, yeah, episode, exactly, right? tiny minor <laughs> thing, though, right? Hmm? Tiny minor thing over the episode, like yeah. Not a well, huge point. it was only like a valid few minutes, right, though, because you're changing yeah. something that's. That's already yeah, no. been yeah. so cemented. I, but it's, exactly. Yeah. I can't pass over the fact... With the amount of hate I give the sequel trilogy, I cannot pass over the fact that they just fucking shattered Restraining Bolt lore. Like, yes, I'm sure in the big span of things it's small, but it is something where it's like, you've established this already, right? Even Jedi can't pull them off with the Force, and then Leia's just... So it's... That's... If, if soldering anything, things have uh, given me any indication, things can be fragile. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure, I but know, not know, peel off with a ten-year-old strength. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. The, I mean, you're on three fucking full-grown people. We don't know. I want to talk about quickly. <laughs> Sorry, last thing. You last, last bad thing because I want to just purge all the bad things out. Sure, go for it. Um, Obi Wan not saying anything for the sake of nothing was very annoying to me because uh, I feel like Obi Wan could have presented a good argument to Reva to be like, we should. Why did you save us? Yeah. Where where were you? Why weren't you helping us? Why did you let Anakin do this? I was on the other side of the galaxy in the Outer Rim. I was on Utapau hunting General Grievous, and then I got shot by my clone troopers. I don't think I she'd give a shit. Like, ah, no, she wouldn't at that point, because it's like... She's what, too knew, far gone, I think. You knew him for 10 years, and you couldn't see this coming? Yeah. You sure. gonna... just, just saying that, right? Like, I don't think... to justify? Exactly with you, right? But mm. then saying that, like, I'm sorry, I wish I could have been there, I could have helped, let me try and help this time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't there before. Let me try and make up for my failure, right? Something a little he bit does, more like he does say to her something that does resonate with her when he's out when he gets captured. Yeah, are you gonna let are you gonna let Vader kill a bunch of kids again? Yeah, which is a weird thing because she, she could say the same thing to him. Well, and also two episodes ago, she watched Vader kill a kid and did nothing. Yeah, so. and she was about uh, not about to, but she was gonna torture Leia reluctantly yeah, yeah. to a degree. I would say. Like she, yeah, I don't think she waited a long she, time to do that. She yeah. was telling her that because it was yeah. a build-up thing, right? That's yeah. torture mm-hmm. tactics. She felt uncomfortable doing it. That's for sure. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. Come on now, no, a little didn't. tiny bit. No, oh no, I I thought by the halfway point she was like she was waiting for for that 
where it was like, yeah, help us, help us, please say no. But no, yeah, and she but, was saying like when she had the like finger to the button, she's like, you did this, Leia, you did yeah, this, yeah. this wasn't me, uh, and it's like, just press the goddamn button if you're gonna do it. That part's definitely self-justification, where it's like, I'm not doing this, you are, yeah. but I mean, she had that build-up of being like, I want to do this. Yeah. Um, which makes, but I mean, it's a complex character, right? You do a whole lot of terrible stuff that you simultaneously love and hate. Yeah. Yeah. It's just unlike like Anakin, you can't be like, well, I'm a crippled monster, who cares? Yeah. yeah, It's like you revel in your power and you're disgusted by it at the same time, but you know, which one wins out in which moment? Exactly. You know, you can pick and choose and cherry pick like, oh, I get to be evil today to these random people I don't give a fuck about. They're all bums yeah. anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, an actual thing that's morally turn off no yeah, no no, yeah. no you're the bad person here not me yeah. i'm doing my job and you're yeah, not yeah. complying with it so I exactly it's that twisted justification which i hope we'll see more of in the next episode right that kind of because i think this is going to be the point where she starts falling to pieces yeah oh like yeah she's gonna point. start losing her mind yeah yeah because everything was for nothing who knows no. she might make it to the large homestead first right and then start to be like oh why am i doing this i, I got to no i don't know why i'm doing this and then Lars just like hey calm down yeah. oh it might get a scar or something no. like that Lars comes i was like she's like over in that cliff area where we like zoom yeah. in a little bit and she's like do i do it do i not and all you see is Lars on the top of the the, the hut going see? Ting, right between the yeah. eyes well, I was get gonna off say, my property yeah, yeah. If they end this the exact same way they ended the original Obi-Wan Maul uh, comic, I'll actually be a little bit disappointed because I didn't even like that ending. Yeah. So for those who don't know, there's an old What If comic um, where Maul, tra- uh, Maul basically tries to kill Luke. Um, Which is kind of what he almost did in Rebels. Yeah, it is basically like they, they kind of adapted parts of it, right? There's a there's a very weird scene. where So he basically goes to Lars Homestead and is... Uh, trying trying to kill Luke or just, like, get Kenobi out. And Obi-Wan comes out of the dirt. He literally is just, like, outside the Lars home, and he literally fucking, like, punches a hole out of the sand. To, like, no, it's a very weird entrance. But anyways, they have a big fight. Um, Obi-Wan wins, and he's about to kill Maul, but he can't, like, he can't do it because Obi-Wan it's full, like, pacifist mode. So o- Owen fucking snipes him through the head. Oh, like, literally shoots him through, through the side of the head, and you see the burn mark go out the other side. Oh, my God. And he drops and everyone's like, "Well, that takes care of it." Yeah. Um, so if they do that same thing, I'll be kind of annoyed because even when I was reading the comic, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh <laughs> um, uh... well. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, overall, I don't. I don't know about you guys, but those were really the only points of this episode I didn't like. Mm. Um, I would say, like, yeah, they're they're and they're not big. Like compared to the amazing things that happened this episode, completely overshadowed by those things. Mm. Completely. Like and like the the Vader's part were. He is just schooling Riva on lightsaber fighting. And the best part about that first part of that fight to me was he didn't pull his lightsaber and he was using the force to like just keep the lightsaber away from him a little bit. Yeah. And he was doing like kung fu shit where like he was like he, he like moved the lightsaber away and like up and back and then he'd like force push her away and stuff. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. how is this happening? I love yeah. this. It's it's a- a- Sorry, keep going. I feel like that was a form of remember what Dooku used to do all the time. Uh, yeah. There's a there's a word for it. Dunmok, basically, uh, the Sith learn it in the school. Where it's yeah, just like yeah, you know, yeah. you don't just fight your opponent. You toy with them. You talk. You can do it in different ways. Like you could talk shit like Dooku does the whole time. You mm-hmm. can just completely over dominate them and talk shit again like off, the Grand right? Inquisitor yeah, does. Exactly, throw them off balance, and or you just complete them off, completely keep them at bay and off balance so they don't yeah. know what your next move and is. They're getting frustrated, not thinking doing, clearly. 
exactly yeah. which what vader's doing to rave, rave the whole time is just like <laughs> what now push the, the oh, fast you're cuts, to get push the fast cuts with that scene was so good though like when he's like woo, 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 and it's like dude this is so good and like the force is yes. like the, no pun intended the force behind those movements is there and it is so yeah. like just with the camera like the, looked, the camera work it was so good it looks really good too because it's the same thing that they managed to do in uh rebel season two where it's you make vader move bulkily but fluid yeah mm. so he's simultaneously incredibly slow and very fast yeah mm. like you see he doesn't run in he walks in but he is just like he's just water in that scene you just can't touch him because exactly. he's constantly moving and then the part when he has both lightsabers lit up yeah. from like the three-quarter angle down oh well, my the, god he, that's the apex of the scene because that's just like he so in order he stops her blade he grabs it yeah. from her kicks her away and grabs the other lightsaber with the force in about two seconds and then does like a little yeah, almost like obi-wan kind of yeah thing for a second I, it's like, I, like a neutral attack yeah. stance like he knows it's over and it's just like that is just the final insult right yeah it's like, look i'm gonna try for a second and i'm gonna do it to flex on you yeah that's it just flex yeah and the thing too is we get that scene from that angle from Reva's perspective, first person, <laughs> which you don't get very much in Star Wars or at all, I don't think, in live yeah, action. I think it was the last time. Well, in live action, I mean, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, it was so good, and uh, the ship part, Ed, take that away. Oh my god. See, that was the one point where, yeah, you said the Force Unleashed moment. I started laughing. I had to mute it, but only because, like, that's exactly what I was like. Oh, yeah. see, this is what he taught Starkiller. Yeah, oh, when Starkiller yeah, brings down the Star Destroyer. But yeah. he just yeah, did just, it worse than Vader did. <laughs> but see, the thing is, I didn't even notice the ship in the background because I was just like, holy mm. fuck, in that moment, right? So when he rips open the side, I was just like, ah, okay, come on, now you're going to murder yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Empty. <laughs> what <laughs> it's empty oh I, as soon as it went through i was like Ooh, if you fuck. if you see the scene prior when they're running towards the ship all the civilians and stuff mm. they're running towards like the right side of the ship in the foreground yeah, they're not the, running towards the ramp they're not running towards ramp. they're running towards the ship in the back which is on the right hand side behind that ship and i'm like oh see, so clever i didn't notice that because yeah. i'm just waiting for like the walk through and everything so at that moment, once it took off, and it was just like that, he's like doing the whole like the mask stare at it, right? Yeah, it was just yeah. like I was just like, oh man, nobody should move, nobody should breathe. There was like a whole Homelander <laughs> yeah. moment where it was just like, don't do anything because it'll just kill you. And you see Reva speaking up, I was like, oh, like you yeah, said, it's like no, the worst time. time. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yo, are you dumb? Obi Wan just <laughs> left you to die. Yeah, like he he pulled a more Sith move than anybody in this. Episode. I was like. Fight for me so I can run, but I'm not going to tell you when to run. Oh, you should do it. It's the right thing to do. No, it's not. I need to get the fuck out of here so you could die here. To be <laughs> fair, I, I thought what he did was justified because Reva turned him down twice, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it would be a trope to come back like the altruistic super good villain, but unfortunately, that uh, he's too mind broken for that at this point. So Fair, and it's obviously just like, you know what? Fuck you. I, you're right. It's like, I don't have to do anything for you, but like... The way you he has to do some mental gymnastics in that too to be like, oh, I have to protect the boy and the girl yeah. now. So you're a sacrifice, and you know what? You you you're for the greater good kind of thing. And anytime that line comes up, it's just like, who's greater good? There yeah. ain't no greater good. It's always to, for somebody's gain and somebody's loss. Like yeah. 
there is no fair play in that and for this it's just like oh god she's walking up like i'm gonna do it and you can see her she's like yeah do yeah. it i'm gonna do this it's like no you're not and she oh, screams god. as she swings well, i hate yeah. that i yeah. hate well, that so much there's no sneak attacks in star wars there's except except from anakin with the whole yeah. ship and just yeah yeah oh, through the chest. yeah not like oh, i'm gonna get you don't do that who screams yeah, to me though, that that showed the difference in temperament, right? Yeah. Because I I would expect Trilla to go for a sneak attack. Yeah, yes. just walk up on Vader and be like, "I'm sorry, my lord," or like, no, not oh, even oh, the like, sorry, like first. No, sorry, like, sorry. I, I mean, like, I'm sorry as like seeing the ship go away. Like, I'm sorry, my lord. We'll track them. And yeah, just inside the, back, the neck. Right? Yeah, she was sneaky and she understood cunning. But Reva is has been a blunt mace this entire series, so it makes sense that she would be like my sister, right? Just fucking going screaming. And she has the what best opportunity the that start? she thinks right now, right? She, so this huge raging fire that has a little bit of oil that will not yeah. last and just not. It reminds me of like what you said with Trilla. It was like Malgus and Vindican, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, it's like at last we're back. And he's like, yes, master, welcome home. Bam. Yeah, just exactly. just like, oh fuck. Like, it's just being able to, if you have that cruel cunning, then it makes sense to to think that way. But if you're just like, you know, one singular focus, single focus uh, Sith, then yeah, you're just gonna go. It's like Thanavesh, right? Oh god! Like there's god. no strategy outside of I'm gonna kill everybody in this room. What do you mean I've <laughs> <you> lost? <laughs> one thing that I did want to bring up though was Moses Ingram. Imagine how she felt as like the actress. When she was staring at Vader, <laughs> no, not staring at Vader, but like just fighting Vader and getting destroyed mm. by Vader. Like that must have been so cool as an actress, as a fan. Yeah, anything, just like just like oh man, it'd be so cool. It's like listen, it's like I'd be talking to the director and be like, listen, I know it's Vader, and I know I'm yeah. fighting, I know he's gonna destroy me. Can I do something cool, please? Yeah, yeah like, can I get you know, one one maybe old like one? <laughs> get a little spark off him or something? Like, yeah, yeah, he can't. He has to destroy you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. Fine. No, I'd be 100 the same. Like, can I can I get a glancing blow off like the front Shoulder millimeter of his armor? Can I almost scratch? Can I leave like a a, a the beginning of a burn mark? Can I leave like <laughs> a fog from my breath on his mask <laughs> or something? Just, just yeah, yeah. Yeah. So can I get a punch on his shins and you hear my hand break? <laughs> yeah. It's like anything depreciating to show how awesome he is. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna just school you. I'm cool with it. Okay. You know, I would like, love let's, to. Let's, let's show you the storyboard for what we have. Never mind. I I like this. Okay. <laughs> sure. I would have loved it too if he would have like she was like close quarters and she's like swinging at his neck and he brings one hand up and has like the force like keeping the lightsaber at bay and he gets her like through the chest or something with the other lightsaber. Mm. It's like, so, like it was like a, I, I a, did, a blow uh, for almost blow. I'm like, oh man. I, I did love in the fight when she tries to activate. She tries that right. She tries yeah. to activate the other end of the lightsaber, and he's like, no. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Leans out of the way, and it's just, oh man. Okay. And the one I mean, thing is just like no force choking, no nothing like that. It's mm-hmm. just like I'm not no even nonsense, gonna man. use my force powers like that. I'm just yeah. gonna. I just, let's see what you got, kid. Come yeah, on. exactly. Come on. And and that is something that I was very happy with this episode because I mean we've seen Vader in a lot of different ways, right? I, I'd argue episode three was a very good interpretation of like movies and TV Vader so far, right? Mm. This was comic Vader. Yeah. This was a hundred percent like all I'm surrounded by is fear and dead men. Yeah, like um, it was. Yeah, this is a good build up from. Um... <sighs> I know it's still a movie, but like end of Rogue One, yes, the hallway scene 
when he's doing that because again it's at the point of everybody's fucking up and i have to come through this thing <laughs> yeah. and i am gonna do it and i'm gonna finish it what do you mean you're getting away no you're fucking not yeah, yeah. okay and peak moment angry calm do something i'm here and mm-hmm. i'm just gonna fuck you up it was like lightsaber you didn't have to activate it you could have walked up you're in dark armor nobody sees you until the lights start showing mm-hmm. no try something deflect deflect hold up deflect deflect still holding deflect deflect cut through deflect okay pierce yeah. this is like all that it's like you got away oh can i tell you guys something crazy and i really hope it happens mm-hmm. hayden christensen's like i loved playing vader in this series i oh, would I know love to do yeah. a side series of vader because yeah. there's so many stories to tell i'm like please Absolutely. even if you even if you do some of the comic arcs yeah like please bring those Woman. in in live action like holy shit i would oh, yeah. pay it would be I, so good we've already Man. seen his fortress in both yeah and both rogue one and this series mm. do the mask of oh Woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah right be perfect because yo with that like force, like envisioning of himself where it's like dark and black and red spiritual mm, thing yeah. oh and the white and the, the blue that. butterflies that'd be in live action like i said man if they pull that in i would especially lose my while we still have mind. ian mcdermott like letting mm. him yeah ian and, McDermott, and james earl jones james earl jones yeah hey yeah. christensen in the armor you got mm. everybody that you could ask for at like a good age for that in the series yeah perfect i mean i, I saw other people talking and and a couple youtubers that i, I really like also saying now that we've seen that flashback scene, like give us like an Obi Wan Anakin series, and for me, I was like, yeah, if you give me a mini mini series of Brotherhood, oh my god, mm. yeah, or just like amazing, even like uh, the Obi Wan Anakin comic series, like there was a six issue mini series, I think, or five uh, issue mini series. No, 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 I, I want a live action TV show, not a <laughs> not no, a comic where no, it looks like. No, that. no, he means that. I mean that like, in live action. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah, like yeah, a pad, like like what we saw to uh, in this episode where we had like Padawan Anakin and Obi Wan. Mm doing stuff have them doing yeah. like a side mission like a clone wars like four episode arc you that, know, but, like, that's... but like not clone wars obviously but like a yeah cool. that's that's fair yeah. i would appreciate if it was more like a uh you know clone wars 3d like time period mm-hmm. yeah okay just because as amazing as the de-aging technology looked on both yeah. of them it, did they the, use it on the lines Hayden, I, it was hard i think so because in some shots you could see you could see the age yeah. and then some that was pretty good yeah, but it, it was it was the forehead lines and it was the lines around the, the eyes. eyes. The those are the yeah. yeah, those are the two things that made me go like, oh, there it is. Yeah, honestly, like, um, yeah, it's just funny when Obi Wan walks. He's like, oh, I see you got the Jesus look back. Yeah, yeah. Right? the, the, <laughs> the, the Jedi mullet. Yeah, so, oh, so good, nice. Man. And other other very small things because I'm you know I'm sure I'm sure we might have seen them too, but it maybe not all Secret of the teams. listeners are turbo nerds. Well, it's Obi Wan's episode two lightsaber. Yeah. Because you see that it's not the the you know Gold thin handle like, from yeah, yeah exactly it's the the, the red saber. and black <laughs> yeah well it's it's he so he's got the weird one where it's like it's like the red knobs with like the black little yes. interspersed thing I only remember it because I used to have it as a toy yeah. so I use it all the fucking time but it's like it? very clearly and it's got this little like um, oval knob on the bottom like it's very much as episode two lightsaber so he hasn't lost it yet. Uh, and I mean, touches. Anakin's got both hands, so we know that it's a, it's before episode two. Yeah, love little touches. Mm. Uh, there's a part two. I want to talk about the prequel duel as well, like when they're in the training facility stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. There was a part where um, he says to Obi Wan when he first gets him down on his knee and like disarms him, he's like, mm. "It's over." 
because that's what Obi-Wan says in episode three when he's on Mustafar. He says, it's over, Anakin. I have yeah, the high ground. I'm like, <laughs> fuck. It's good. It's so good. Lost. <laughs> and just, just another minor thing. It's so nice to get like lightsaber choreography again. Yeah. And like good lightsaber for like yeah, choreography. Yeah. Like good Not revenge of angry the swing yeah. at a tree <laughs> and yeah. a rock. Yeah, yeah. But the Not just swing wildly because that's what the fans want. No, that's... no we don't. Who the fuck don't do that? Oh, well, they don't want choreography because they complained about it in the prequels. It's like, well, the original... Who complained about it? Oh, a lot of people did. No, wait, are you guys serious? As our age, age, we didn't notice. No, yeah, as our age, no. But as, as like, our age now, the people who are our age when episode uh, 2 and 3 came out complained about it a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay, the one thing I I did think was odd as I watched it more, like, in the Mustafar fight... When they're in the control room and they're doing the whole spinny spins yeah. again, I'm yeah, just like, yeah, the figure eights. I was nothing. like, okay, that's cool. And that's are you flourish. just building up force power to mm. that? Like, okay, they're, they're doing the Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly, because I was just like that. As I got older, I was like, that's kind of stupid. Like, why? Mm. Why do? Why do you do? But as a kid, I was just like, fucking cool. I was yeah. trying to do that in the game. So I was just like, how can I do the spinny spin thing? <laughs> <laughs> Only when I'm trying to block bullets, apparently. <laughs> right? So I was just like, okay. I, I get that part of it. It's like, that's dumb. Mm. But for a lot of it, it's just, if you eliminate some, time, some things like that, it does look really clean. Versus it's like, you just swing it wildly at people. It's just like, now you look like you have no training yeah, versus yeah. this where you've tried, you're trying to perfect your training too much. Some happy medium of the two, like what we saw pretty much here, yeah, is awesome. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, I'm not... Because that was one thing that I didn't understand, right? Like, you're right. The figure, the infinite figure eight is really weird. But That's I so remember... quick, and you're just like, in the, in the heat of the moment, you're just like, Jesus. Pe- people haven't changed. People will latch on to like oh, one yeah. thing and hate everything because of it. I do Because yeah. I do remember around that time reading lots of comments online about how episode three is garbage because it's o- over-choreographed uh, nonsense and the fight scenes. And I was like, I like it. I, I don't really it. care. It's a space opera. Yeah. Fuck off. I, yeah, exactly. I don't care what you guys... They're moving shit with their mind. I've got a tiny green Muppet doing force flips up the Senate. Yeah. No, it's cool. Like, shut up. If it looks cool, it's been... then it's cool. Yeah, as opposed to, again, sequel trilogy where they're, they're not wielding, you know, energy swords. They're fucking swinging baseball bats around. Yeah. And it's like... But anyways, yeah, it's God, nice to get that. was a great scene. Awesome. Really? Yeah. You look like you don't know what you're doing. Awesome. I do um, want to talk about this prequel stuff, though. Um, mm-hmm. The the prequel uh, duel that we had in this episode. The parallels, obviously, for when it cuts to the scenes in modern uh, Obi-Wan, where, mm. like, you know, this part of the duel is happening, and, like, Anakin has the advantage, and you see, like, Obi-Wan's kind of losing his mind a little bit because Tala just died, and he has, he has Obi-Wan cornered and all this stuff, and then it switches, and then Obi-Wan gets away, and he also wins the mm. duel. And... I, I loved how they like cut back and yeah, forth between that it's, fight. Such it's good parallel storytelling. storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. If yeah, if, I I believe that's what it's called. That's I when I watched it. Too, I did yeah. my storytelling class, but yeah, and it's really good because how else do you get these two characters to talk to each other when them meeting face to face would be? You can't do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's such a good way of just showing that memory, and it's not the first time we've seen stuff like that, right? Yep. So no, it's such it's such a good vehicle to deliver this part of the story which then makes like, me kind of annoyed when hmm? it's like those anime moments where like you have like two characters fighting each other and they're talking in their minds internally to each well, other but they're also getting both parts of the conversation it's almost like that yeah yeah 
the 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 best closest equivalent that I can think of yeah. immediately is if anyone if any of the <laughs> listeners are Naruto oh, I was gonna say Naruto fans oh yeah um, Kakashi fighting Obito yes and oh. they're doing that parallel fight from when they were kids and it's it's and like it's... interspersed at the same time yeah it's basically like that right yep yep um, although I would argue that the um, Kakashi Obito fight has a more impact slightly more impactful ending. But then it cops out and doesn't kill either of them. So it's different in either yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, you have the power it. of both my eyes now somehow, but yeah. you're going to lose the... Shut yeah, but, but then the moon chakra lady came down and now this one's mine and I'm going to use dimension shifting powers because this is Dragon Ball Z now and I'm bored. One time. Is how Naruto ended. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways... Kenobi ends better than Naruto does so far. We haven't seen the the uh, you know episode six, but question for uh, you guys: yeah, it's the... what tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. question but, for you guys: uh, um, out of all the episodes so far, one to five, mm-hmm. would you rate this one top, middle, bottom? Top. Like, well, yeah, I would say number one so far. It, it, yeah. Like this, everything built up to this last one was probably close to the fucking bottom. I think part there three were... was probably number <laughs> yeah. two for me. Where they There's had old, like Vader Cummins the first time, and he like just dragged Obi Wan through the coals. Yeah, three. Sorry, uh, I feel like I can cut people off, but three would have been above it, except for the ending. Yeah, I still hate that ending. Yeah, fair enough. Capture him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let's um, not do anything. This yeah. person over there carrying him away. They have to go pretty far because there's no ship around here. My Nobody's lasers can't it. possibly go through the fire, though, right? Okay. It's just yeah no and and then teleporting Reva like those two things yeah, back to back it's like yes. no that's this you had an amazing opening it's it's opposites right like episode three had an amazing beginning and an amazing middle and a terrible ending episode five has a slow build up and then an okay kind of boring middle and then an amazing ending yeah true and that makes it feel more impactful I think because it leaves you on a high note exactly. All right. I don't have questions about how Reva can teleport, but uh, teleport so. herself away from Vader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's no like the guy pack. in this is this is gonna be a weird throwback tangent. It's like the guy in Mystery Men who can only be invisible if no one's watching him. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's that kind of teleporting. It's only if nobody's there. The worst kind of superpower. But uh, yeah, I guess the the only other point that I had was we get to see that ship again that was holding the the airspeeders in it, mm-hmm. and it. It slightly alleviates the problem I had from episode four because it like looking at it now, it's even smaller than a frigate, right? It's like a transport. Yeah. Mm. Um, like this thing is just like a shitty lat gunship, but slightly bigger. And so it's like, okay, I guess, but that's still too big to get through a sensor net. I still don't buy. Cause like a whole thing in star Wars is, you know, smugglers using their, taking their transports down and out of the way. And it's like, well, we have to use things smaller than a transport, like a freighter because mm-hmm. they'll spot us. So it's like, okay, but then this transport doesn't do it. So it's 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 can I ask it helps a little bit, but yeah. Can I ask for one thing from each of us? Predictions for episode six. What do you think is gonna okay. happen? Sure. Ed, do you want to start us off? I need you to worry about hell, I'll do it again. Mm. Um so episode six, we're gonna get through um this is my negative one to get it out of the way. Sure. We're gonna have an episode eight scene where it's like chase them down and send fire and oh, rain bolts no, up. I, hope not. God. <laughs> I fucking hope uh. not. Oh, but our space gas is running out. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to lose space momentum in this place that doesn't have any physics applying to it. 
well, the water pressure is pushing physics. us down. Um, yeah. oh <laughs> the air, the space air is going <laughs> to interfere with how fast we can move. <laughs> but uh, I will say, I still think it's going to be, you know, they something has to happen. Obi-Wan's like, let me distract them. Give me, is there anything else in here, like the ghost or the specter or something in here that can, um, what was the ghost and what was the little little, little ship? The Phantom. Is there yeah. anything like that that I could like, you know, take take into the space and just get everything away from here? Mm. Oh no, something with hyperdrive. Well, we've been working on something. Enter Deus Ex Machina. It's like a little fucking ETA Jedi Starfighter or something like that. Because one of their previous people had to ditch it, <laughs> and so they've just been like yeah, taking yeah. their time to put it together or whatever. And he uses that to get back to Tatooine while leaving Haja get fucking Leia back to her dad. Mm. So that's the last time Bale sees the last time Bale sees Obi-Wan is to give him the mission. Mm. Right? And then we cut to somehow Reva's used her teleport ability to get to Tatooine. Interstellar, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, she's just become Goku at this yeah, point. You only made me stronger by almost killing yeah. me. <laughs> so I have now used instant transmission, made myself to Tatooine, but I'm still slower than Obi-Wan. Mm. And I've gotten to the homestead. And for some reason, they're out. So I'm going to wait here inside for them all menacingly like, oh, somebody's coming through the door. It's Obi-Wan. Yeah, that'd Fuck. be interesting. We're going to have a heart to heart and why and everything. And you're going to talk me down. And I'm going to peacefully die because this hole in my chest actually fucking hurts. And I've been holding <laughs> on to rage. And now that I don't have that rage anymore. It really fucking hurts. And <laughs> I need to just bury me. Okay. On Tatooine, oh God. But <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Noma, what do you think? Um, Similar to Ed, but there is a differentiating point, so I, I like that. I think... So I'm going to do it in, in more vague points, because I'm not 100% sure, but yeah. Going to get somewhere safe. Leia's going to safely get to Alderaan. I don't think Obi-Wan's going to be there for it, though. Um, Obi-Wan's going to go back to Tatooine. I think he's going to have a, a confrontation with Reva, intercepting her... Either intercepting her after she's been threatening Owen or intercepting her as she's about to go and threaten Owen. Um, I think it'll be before, because I think they still want to keep that lingering resentment that Owen has towards Obi-Wan. Yeah. Mm. But they're going to have the confrontation. Obi-Wan's going to try and talk her down. She's going to be too far gone, like too fueled by rage. Tarth Sion-y, where it's like, if I let go of my rage, I'm literally going to die. Yeah. Um, they're going to have a fight, so we can see that Obi-Wan has the skills that we see in episode four. He's picking four. back up. Yeah, he's going to have to strike her down and be really torn up about it. And then I think he's going to bury her in the cave that he was living in. And then okay. go somehow get the homestead somewhere else and have that as like the memorial to her. Uh, imagine mm -hmm. the part where like he's burying uh, Riva in like the cave. The fucking Jawa. Yeah, Jawa. Jawa. Yeah, like, yeah. You need a shovel? Just, yeah. <laughs> hey, if, if we're going to have like, any. Hey, I found the shovel outside. Do you want to <laughs> buy it from me? Right. But, I mean, if we're going to have anybody die to show, like, oh, Reva means business, it's going to be the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> the the one thing I wanted to say, though, um, that I would I would differ on, on that, Nomo, with the Owen resentment thing, is mm. I could see Obi-Wan coming in to save Owen and Luke and uh, Amperu with Reva there. So, like, they, they'd see it, except for Luke doesn't for some reason. He's, like, doing something else or, like, off. Yeah, yeah. Off and something. Owen thinks that, that they brought the threat, or he brought the threat exactly. to him. Exactly. Anyway, He's like, so, it wouldn't yeah, have happened yeah. if you never talked about us and you never showed up and, like, none of this yeah, happened. Yeah. Like, none of this would have happened. He would have been on the farm. He would have been doing his own thing. But, so, like, I would say that none of the part where Riva met Owen was his fault, but the part with the comlink was partially his fault for giving so, it to yeah. Kaja. 
the only reason that I don't think that'll happen, I mean, I could be wrong. Who knows? I've been wrong before on, on these predictions, but is just because that puts Owen in a more negative light. Yeah, I'd see that. Right. Yeah, yeah I say, you know, oh, he saved him, but he, he didn't like it. I mean, right. Oh. I think if. Hmm? Yeah, you say like, oh, no one really likes Owen. I would say like you can understand but, him, but I don't think anybody you, likes him. But you go oh, through no. so much effort to make him justified in episode yes, one. Yeah, right? true. Yeah. Then to throw it all away in episode six would be very weird. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would say like my predictions very close to yours. I don't know how they're gonna get out of that. Like the only thing hmm. I can think of is like early rebellion stuff coming in to like save the day to like get them out of there with a the hyperspace like attachment like there, you know there's how they, a whole like, bunch of different ways oh yeah like just like attaching I mean, through like the you know like the tunnels you can do like the hatches and stuff yeah i ship. mean like, there, there's many 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 different ways that they can i think that's the the good point and like I, there's a 50 50 shot in my head of whether they even start during the chase or they just fucking start already safe um i will also say uh, i do like ed's interpretation of it or uh uh what's it called theory of it too because I think then that helps redeem Reva's character. Yeah. And have her go out on a high note. Yeah, right? I think that's what um, her character needs for sure. Because something I've been thinking about is that if it is the final confrontation, it's already a foregone conclusion, right? If Vader could beat Reva, Obi-Wan will with more difficulty. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, the other thing will. too is he says in the duel with Anakin, um, you know, uh, what was it? An- yeah, An- but, uh, Anakin says to him, he says, Mercy doesn't defeat your enemies, or something like that. And then Obi Wan. Yeah, but, but but that's an Obi Wan Anakin mindset, right? Like, both of them believe those th- those different opinions, right? That mercy is good, mercy isn't good. Yeah. But they both keep them throughout the entire series. But that's what I mean, though. Like Ed's point is right, where like she's there and he oh, talks I her see, down. The mercy is what brings her yeah, to the yeah, light, yeah. and then and redeems that, her character. I like that. Yeah. And that's an Obi Wan staple. So of course I could see that happening, and I would like it more. It's just. I assume these action-y shows are going to have action-y plot lines. Right? I just want to and... see at the very end, Obi-Wan riding off on his EOP because I love the EOPs, man. <laughs> if it dies, I won't care. <laughs> <laughs> it already did die because he hasn't fed it for like three weeks. The worst bit point. is that if she starts swinging at him with, like, with an engaged lightsaber and he has enough force power just to even stop it, not to play with her like Vader did, but just to mm. stop it completely. And she'd just be like, again? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, and just fucking tossing, like, I'm done. I'm fucking done with everything. <laughs> Kill me. Yeah. And he's like, though, no, I'm not No. Because no, then that's just giving up. He's like, fuck this. And then yeah. that's despair. It's different, right? Yeah, he's I just suppose. like, no. And then he brings her up. And he's just like, I'm not going to. I want to kill mm. you. Just like, you've been dealt the fucking worst hand ever. And now look at where it's brought us. Help me there... help him. Defend him with me. Oh, I can't do that because I'm dying. <laughs> oh, okay. There is a third path that I guess I I don't know how I'd feel about it, but if he actually Mass Effect time, let's go. Yeah, right. He fucking yeah. He does the the Paragon Saren talk, and 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 like actually redeems her. I'm assuming she's not gonna lightsaber her head like Saren does. Um, but if he actually did redeem her, and now you've got a light, I don't. So I don't think it can happen because again, she has the secret. Right, Mm -hmm. Vader is Anakin. You can't have that live. I still think she no. needs to die at the end. Yeah, but that would be a weird, like alternate where it's just she like, just no, she go lives. off into the distance. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, they're fighting. She slams her head off a rock and forgets that Anakin's are there. <laughs> oh my god! And then they let her no, go, and I'll no. be like, mm-hmm. she definitely has to die. Yeah, right? It's either by if it was by Vader, would have done it this episode. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's him. Um, but man, 
what a fantastic series like she could throw herself off a cliff there were some there were some odd points but like the finale you gonna... get the soul stone <laughs> remember, remember she's done this before where she's jumped off something to go yeah do yeah the fucking yo i want to see the helicopter let's go it's like no fuck fuck that down going down to like the lars homestead and getting sniped out of the air vader stopped it so much that it's lost that ability now so it's double blade but it can't spin the servers i still can't get over the imagery of vader with two lightsabers that are red like fuck it was so cool i'm so cool the, the talk about the spin though like it, it, he didn't just stop it dead probably like, he, he slowed yeah. it to a stop it yeah like, yeah Vroom. it was struggling oh, okay. to keep going yeah like that was because it's kind of like what kanan yeah. did in a way but like kanan put his lightsaber through the middle and just broke it he just fucking yeah, broke it that was like, amazing that, so he didn't slow it down that was sick too but like there's not you don't really need timing for that it's just like so you're just gonna hold that still there while this thing keeps spinning yeah. right yeah yeah okay, okay. bam yeah like that that's that's fucking smart it's mm-hmm. just thinking exactly. of like thinking like, oh. ahead of your like thinking your opponent is you, you get overwhelmed because it's spinning in front of you it's and it's the too fear, deadly yeah. yeah and you're mm-hmm. just like oh god but one which is one... why grievous had the best way because it was just like this yeah, is yeah. Yeah. down like this this is spinning like this there is no opening this is pure fucking turtle defense no, like, obi-wan, yeah, yeah. obi-wan got what, in the you, middle of them all what do the romans call it the fucking um uh tetsudo Tatsudo, that's exactly what it is like you can't get it from top can't get it from yeah what are you gonna do fuck yeah they're but obi-wan's like <laughs> right through the middle it's like oh I, I guess but with the inquisitive thing yeah it's stupid like mm. okay haha take this no one very small thing that i want to go over and this isn't honestly positive or negative it's just something i noticed in this episode mm. is when the grand inquisitor is talking uh, i can't remember who the actor who's playing him in in kenobi is um but you can he's doing a very very good impression of jason isaacs yeah oh yeah no he does a fantastic job his but name is Rupert can, Friend. Rupert Friend, that's right. Um, but I can tell the difference, and it's like I said, it's a small difference, and it's just because I, I was watching a lot of Grand Inquisitor clips. Um, this version sounds much more smarmy mm. and much more pleased with himself. Which makes than sense because the it's before of all the Rebels stuff. Yeah, I, that's true. But like the the... Yeah, the thing I did like in Rebels was that the Inquisitor is talking. It's kind of like a it's 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 like a lesser Thrawn, right? Like when he's mocking people in Rebels or just like pointing out their flaws, it's it's not like a haha, look how sh- stupid you are. It's like a look, I'm so smart, I understand all the mistakes that you've made. Yeah. Let me tell you because I'm a conceited asshole. Um, but with the Grand Inquisitor in Obi Wan, it sounds much more like he's reveling in. I know so much more than you do, right? Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think it's bad either way. It's just the difference I noticed. Like, I, I like both of them honestly the same way. And I think the smarminess helps in episode one as to explain why Reva just loses her shit and throws the knife. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's just the small difference that I, that I noticed. All right. I think that does it for this episode. Thank you for listening. And let's get into the outro, boys. Welcome to the end of this episode. I am hijacking this position from Dan so I can go straight into how you can contact us. Uh, Welcome to the outro of the Voice of the Force podcast for Obi-Wan Kenobi you? Part 5. <laughs> you think I'm going to let you Noma, say that without would you like interrupting to how they can get no, a hold of the podcast? I am the command. <laughs> <laughs>
this is never going to get old. No, exactly. It's, it's always going to be. A, we are this as much as Dan likes to say he's a Jedi. This is the Sith power struggle of Voice of the Force. Uh, yeah. We're now the Dark Brotherhood. Oh God. Yeah. Right. Well, there's only two of us. That just stays on the side. Yeah, he just so laughs at us. The true Sith in the show. Yeah. No, don't. He's he's the Palpatine to the Inquisitorius that we are. <laughs> no, I just said I'm not an Inquisitor. Don't you drag me down to your shitty level? <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole bunch of different ways you can oh, contact us and let us know who is who's actually a Sith and who's a fucking lowly Inquisitor. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, one of the easiest ways to do so is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, Twitter and Instagram, once again, the handle for both of those is at VoiceForcePod. Retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, and follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major platforms. That do podcasts. I mean, maybe if they don't, you can still find us, but I'd be surprised. Reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility, and you can follow for free release episodes as soon as it releases thank you noma and as always remember when you are dying in the sands of jabim and sands. You get, i don't know it seemed like sand was it dirt sand i don't know <laughs> when you are dying in the mud of jabim <laughs> revenge is the thing that keeps you alive and motivates you to get to part six